fan of Arteta. Brian's face is smouldering. <laughs> boys, the boys are on the beer. Oh, they want the World Cup, boys. Look at the boys. I don't know how it was. It's got a special mute button on it and it was on. I don't know how it um, actually recorded. Good afternoon and welcome to the third instalment of Flaming Chariots of Fantasy. Brian, how are you? I am good. Uh, glad to be back and also not to be sick. Um, yes. Very, very disappointed with the last episode, but we're ready to go. Lots of analysis done. Lots of content to be gone through a lot of water has gone under the bridge the rugby world cup was was on last time we, we met i have forgotten about the, it yeah ireland ireland were actually still in the rugby world cup you were sick i remember you were fretful over scotland god simpler days and here a lot has happened in the league as well let's keep it real here yes we suddenly have a clear view of the table we have fitzy up top He's looking formidable. A lot of people were tipping him. I think both people have been on, Paul and Vlad, have both tip fits, to be fair. Um, Paul is probably the closest two fits in challenging, maybe Sheen Dogan. Uh, and then down the bottom, of course, we've got the usuals. Uh, Vladzinski, who is mounting a bit of a fight back. We've got Ben, who's going in the wrong direction. And then we've got the the Sam Allardyce of the league. I'm not going to lie. I, I have been counting up those points going, ah, oh, Pep messing around at Christmas time. Can I make up 160 points? <laughs> I, you got to have faith. Got to have faith. But, well, here, let, let, let's just recap on that first because last time we chatted, I think Oshina was up top. Fitz had two whopper weeks. I think he had like over 70, he which in, in bygone years, that was not, that was not unusual. But for some reason, that's really dried up since we've had a ten-person league. You don't have the players. That's yeah. It just it, it just rarely happens now. So if you're getting, it used to be like back in let's let's say the first five or six leagues, plus sixties was like common, and then like a seventy was was not uncommon. Now it's, I'd say, just probably less than less than five plus seventies uh, since in this league, and probably. Probably less than twenty plus sixties so far, and we're like we're over halfway through the league. So, Fitz getting two plus seventies really has boosted him. And I tell you what, when you get Nathan Collins coming on, conceding two goals, and still getting ten points, you just know something's going <laughs> in your direction. You know, you just know. So I think Fitz, some big trades happened before it. We did call the Fitz trade and Oshin trade was probably better for Fitz, and that's definitely come to fruition. Even though Nicholas Jackson finally, finally discovered how to score against Spurs in a massive game, but yeah, that's been the top. And then the bottom, Brian, you had you had a pretty good week there last week. That Bottom's really, where it's at. Yeah, that really has has shaken that up because I think. And not, and not, no offense, Brian, but I think people were expecting you to go the opposite direction. And what happened was you pretty much doubled up on the lads last week. So you're actually, you're going up. You, as you said, you, you've got your sights set on Fitzy. Well, listen, to quote nobody in our league, my useless team did not have such a bad week last week. Um, I'm sure I won't bring that up again a few times or have 
unearthed some gems here for uh, feedback on that. But like, I love it. I love it when Oshin does that because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't say it was it's good. gonna. It's gonna. It's <laughs> gonna go well. It's gonna go well. If, if he's like, God, that player really is useless. What a waste of space. I'm like. I hope he's in my team. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Pochettino's interview after uh, after the Arsenal game. No, and he said, uh, "You know, we got to go easy on refs. You know, they're they're not too. You know, we shouldn't be so hard on them, and we shouldn't we shouldn't call them." No, it was Pochettino, and he said, okay, "We shouldn't call them a disgrace or anything." Uh, I, 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 I not talk about Arteta. I'm not talking about Arteta. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I think I think you are. <laughs> well, like here, what did you think of the Arsenal Newcastle goal? I haven't seen it. Oh, really? Mm, no, um, I haven't seen it. Uh, I followed Richard Keyes and BT Sports yeah. saying that it was... Uh, the definitive analysis. That it, was, that, it was, that it wasn't out. Yeah. Um, and it's like, only in the last couple of days I've heard like people the, saying that it was a push. Whereas the day of the match, people were like, oh. Well, okay, I'll give you my take. The, go- the ball, it looked out. They don't have any technology to check. But it definitely looked out. As in, if you if you look at it, you're like that ball was out. Now, I think scientifically, I think FIFA used technology in the World Cup. Remember Japan beat beat Germany, it in. and it was in. And I think uh, I, the Qatar B and Sports are based in Qatar, and they must have access to that technology or something. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. I don't know, but basically, they they have definitively said, good old Keezy and Gray have said uh, that it was. In and it, it was it, like really small margins, the same as Matoma in the World Cup. So I I thought it was out, and it's the kind of one that nearly is always given out. As in, like if if you're in doubt, you're given that as that ball is being out. But anyway, uh, I I wouldn't take it too hard as an Arsenal fan. Disclosure here. At the same time, they're saying it wasn't technically wasn't out, which is fine. Then it, the ball went in, and then there's a few things. Kesey has come out and said it was a handball which it, it probably does look like a handball, but it wasn't that obvious because they're looking at so many other things. Um, there was a possible offside. They never really did any kind of lines on it, so I don't I don't know. So the offside, I wouldn't be too peeved about. The handball, it was one that is like, oh yeah, like maybe they would have given a handball if they looked at it. So yeah, okay. He definitely pushed him in the back. There is no doubt. Now, <laughs> did Gabrielle exaggerate it? Yes. Well, that doesn't matter though. But if you actually, he, he, I'm just illustrating to Brian here at my hands, you can actually see <laughs> his arms extend from like a, towards his chest out to Gabriel and Gabriel move forward. And I'm here, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it was a disgrace. Oh no, I, I think it was an obvious, clear and obvious push. Um, but I'm not saying like it was a, an aggressive push or anything like that. But it's it's kind of one of those things. I'm trying to think of another rule that, like, it's a bit like the rugby rule where, like, you go in high, whether you mean to or not. You went in high, and it's going to be a, a yellow card or whatever, or a red if it's if it's uh, if it's dangerous. This is the same thing. If you pu- if you push if you have your hands on someone's back and you push them, it's just kind of taken as well, it's, this, it's a, this is the it, thing. And I mean, we're having our own personal podcast here talking about VAR like all the other sports ones. This is the thing. I mean, in rugby, they say, doesn't matter intent about high tackles. We're trying to yeah. get rid of it. That's why yeah. these people will be sent off or sin binned. In soccer, yeah. are they actually saying, oh, we don't want people pushing or we do want people pushing? Uh, like yeah. Rashford last night, do we want him stamping on people because he's a bit of a knacker? 
or do we want to stamp it out? They're not making it clear. They're just making these decisions. And people are like, yeah. oh, they're not a real football person. It's like, well, well yeah. are they being told it doesn't matter about intent or not? No, Whereas they're, in rugby, they're... they've said intent doesn't matter. That is the case. I, I think there's like a macho thing in the English referees that they're like, come on, get up. Come on. You often see them do it. Like as in like, like you're, you're, this is, you're well able for that. So anything that they're like, come on, stop being a pussy. Like anything like that, that's, that's like that. What did they call it? Let it flow. That was it. <laughs> let it flow. And um, it was basically like, let more physical tackles, tackles happen and let it continue. But let it flow might, might as well be, don't be a pussy. Okay. Like New Ze- that's uh, what New Zealand say in rugby, yeah. We just want to yeah. let the rugby flow. We can deal with that, you know, neck-breaking yeah. tackle after the play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, to be fair, when it comes to this Celtic one, that there was a massive discussion in the group during the week. I woke up to like 30 messages arguing over the height of someone's leg and a tackle. Uh, I didn't really see it. And I think Vlad's was a bit worse for wear at the Celtic game in Madrid. And uh, like when it comes to those, those kind of like, studs out tackles like you're putting yourself at risk if you do it now they don't always give it so I'm a bit like sometimes I feel that they get hard done by like for example the Havertz one they didn't give that yeah but then you look at the Celtic one and they did give it or you look at the Udogi one for Spurs in that crazy match and they did give it so like it's one of those ones that they, they, they do bring this judgment in that they're like, okay, was there mitigating circumstances or, or was it going in a lower direction? So that's always going to cause an argument. I didn't actually see this Celtic tackle, so I can't really comment on it. Did you see it, Brian? I did. I had to watch yeah. it in preparation for this. Um, but I think you're right. If you're you know a Celtic player and you've already Loki got that... big for me there in preparation for this. <laughs> yeah, if you're, a, if you're a Celtic player and a Man United player, listen, and you're right, if you put your leg up like that, you're at risk of it. This isn't VAR making an absolute balls of something. This is yeah. a player's put his legs up. It's up in the air now, 50-50 when it comes to VAR. It's not VAR's fault. Yeah. Um, and it does remind me so much of the rugby one because in rugby they are saying, if this happens, regardless of intent, yeah, it is like going that. to be looked at. Whereas in football, like they still haven't said it. That's the problem. If yeah. you're going to put your leg up, you're, ask, you're letting them ask the question. And that's the problem. Yeah, you're you know, right. It, but did you see Bruno Gamarej's tackle? No. So, like, he kind of ran by someone and got him with kind of, like, his forearm slash start of his elbow. Just literally, the ball wasn't there. And just literally went like that. VAR didn't pull him up at it. So, like, I think there was a few things building for Arteta to be like that. But And, and I do think that he overreacted. But I think he was it was a bit like, uh, maybe he wants to create an us-against-them type. Because, yeah. uh, like, the dressing room probably love him after it. But at the same time, I think that he did he did go full hog there when it was the the Liverpool one was much worse because they actually they made the wrong they, decision. They made they thought that, <laughs> yeah. yeah they 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 thought they had made the right decision, but they actually communicated it wrong. Um, but anyway, here it's been a hectic hectic couple of weeks. There's been a there's been a lot happening off the field. So, for example, Nidge Weasel and Sons over the shop door. Nidge Weasel and Co. Nidge is now married and he is going to join us on the podcast today. That's right. Um, and I think, yes, uh-huh. Nidge will be joining us on this podcast, uh, which episode I believe is going to be called Need a Nudge Nidge? Question <laughs> <laughs> mark. <laughs> we, we I look forward to hearing you. from him. The quiet man. Yeah. A the quiet man who, 
who who can who can he's like a crocodile. He he waits there, and then you think he's not going to say anything, and then boom, he snaps. <laughs> he has his prey and he snaps, uh, so he can get you. But uh, crocodile Niji, when the time comes, he can tell us. Uh, he can enlighten us as to what married life is like in the same way that Paul did. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, we look forward to having Niji on board and uh, also giving us his sage wisdom on fancy football. He's definitely doing a full under the radar uh, league where he really is not moving. He's just not moving. He's like bang in the middle, not going anywhere. But Niji did this a couple of years ago and absolutely plummeted at the end <laughs> and I have the calendar to prove it which what I found I found when I was moving house I was like <laughs> what the hell is this <laughs> <laughs> but it's obviously valuable I'll have to keep it <laughs> yeah no I throw it out it, it went in the box of no okay I want that that's like my sentimental box um, going in the attic it's not going out it's not going to be for the center <laughs> yes don't worry Niji but yeah so we'll have Niji on Okay, so this week in the mart, we have we have a few things to cover. There was two trades this okay. this last podcast window, both involving Irla, and I think <laughs> one of them has been forgotten slightly, even though I don't think there was a resolution from our dear commissioner on this one. But oh, uh, the on. first trade made was between Irla and Ben. One. Okay, so we had Irla passed on Gavariadal, Kulavescu, Ricarlison, Amduni. And Ben okay, gave you up. You got all of those pronunciations. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that Ben gave up Romero, Rashford, Saar, and Pedro. Uh, okay. This trade is obviously controversial for one reason only, which is that um, Ben obviously didn't agree to it. An anonymous uh, individual gave me the the lowdown of what happened with this trade. So, on one hand, I think there was something. There was there was actually a case here to completely fuck era over but Ben I think undid himself with it so where are you Pat <laughs> yeah he could have he could have uh, intervened here as, an, as his attorney so what happened was they were negotiating Ben went back with a counter offer Vlad said okay I'm, I'm good to go with that or something like that but before Ben went yeah okay happy with that Irla announced it Okay. Now, in the meantime, Ben said he was negotiating with somebody else, and wasn't fully—he wasn't fully committed to that trade. He—he—he he, he had set it up, he packaged it, but he hadn't gone to the post office yet. And what happened was, Vlad's announced it and sent it across in the app, and Ben accepted it. And as you remember from contract law in DCU, <laughs> there are a number of stages to. A contractual agreement. One is an offer, and the second is an acceptance. So once Ben accepted that, although Vlad's had announced it, he kind of is stuck there in that if he wanted I, to make it, yeah. he should have not accepted it, and then made an issue and made a court case, or whatever. Because technically, Vlad's did jump the gun. Yeah, now, but ben I think once you agree it, once you agree it, he was intimidated. <laughs> He felt he had to accept it that uh, <laughs> lads had gone to such legs. In the end, people thought, Ben, you probably had a good point, but you you should not have accepted it in the app. 
Well, I think we will come back to this trade when we grade this trade because I do obviously have the outcome of how it's gone for the last three weeks. Okay, yeah. Uh, Does this will be an interesting one to grade? Like, it, just just from off the top of my head, um, it sounds like it did not go well for Vlad, based on uh, I heard Romero in there and Rashford. But anyway. <laughs> What was the next one? Two. The next one involved your leg again. Um, and this time it was Andy. And yes, you, uh, the no, names all sound familiar. It. And I'm going to give it a good shot here. So Irla gave up Regulon, Rashford, yep. Pedro, and Ho- Hoyland. And Andy gave up Emerson, Ferguson, Gakpo, and the controversial Doku. Yeah. He sounds, like, he sounds like a Star Wars character. Count yeah. Count. Doku. There is a Count uh, Doku in Star Wars. Yeah, I know, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Count Rashford doesn't really sound the same, does it? No. Uh, but now th- this this obviously has been this has blown the league wide open. It, it's blown the bottom half of the table wide open, and yes. like that, because Irla had an absolutely horrendously disgraceful team. <laughs> One of the worst teams ever in the league, I would say. He he managed to do something nobody had ever done and build a team so bad <laughs> that that even yourself and Ben, who weren't really paying much attention, were still decades of clear. points. Yeah. yeah. So he had he now he has various excuses as to why this happened. Um Man one of them was that he didn't well, yeah, one that was one. Like here, that you you backed the wrong horse. Uh, secondly, though, I think he said that he's he's in another league, and because he's in another league, he's getting confused, and <laughs> he's missing. He's he's putting the wrong waivers in, and all this kind of. Stuff. I look forward so, like, to yeah. hearing the uh, comeback to this because um, that sounds too <laughs> two leagues. <laughs> yes, it has blown the league wide open because suddenly Vlad's. Has a bit of a team now. Lads has got he got rid of Rashford, who seems like a dead duck this year. Yeah, he was a number one pick, but he's a dead duck now. So he managed to flog him a week after getting him. You you have to commend him. He did a bad trade, and he recognised it, and he got rid of that player. So fair play. He pulled at the heartstrings of Andy, who was a United supporter, to to like just dangle a couple of United players just in front of him. Just to distract Andy from that city player who's tearing it up so far this year, and suddenly he's gotten himself Doku. Now I don't think Doku was ever good at. Nobody foresaw that. That that was a. I, a I don't like using the word lucky, but it was a bit of a. It was an unusual one to be like. Nobody scores four assists in one game and a goal. No, be like it, it's. It, it was a real skewed score. So like, lads will take it, and he's not going to be complaining. But I, he was probably hoping that Doku would get like the odd goal here and there. Um, uh, but I think four assists and a goal has beyond his wildest beyond his wildest dreams. It won't happen you again. Know. And we are only a number of weeks away from him playing one every three games. So Man City yeah, players like are going Peter, to be kryptonite. I know all about it with Grealish. Couple of weeks. I know all about it with Grealish. Like it's. Uh, but the only thing is, Doku, he seems to be a focal point. So here we have to give Vlad's credit. We have to give him credit. He did a good trade there. We have t- torn him apart here on this uh, podcast before for, for doing bad trades. So you have to give it to him. He's done a, a good trade. Like, it's pretty obvious we, we can grade the trade after, but this one seems pretty open and shut. He managed to get rid of Rashford and then get in a player who got him 22 points in one week. Like, you're not doing that example, with a United player. Sorry, you're not doing that with somebody who's not a United fan. 
Yeah, no, you're not. And I think as well, I just put this in perspective. I had a quick look. Some players who were doing quite well this year, like Diaby, um, like Bruno Fernandes isn't having a brilliant year, but he's doing okay. Like they're in total, in total, they are on about 50, 50, 50, 50 or 55 points. Doku got nearly half of that in one game week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like it is, it is an absolutely massive return. Oh, it's a freak result. And I think Evan Ferguson, he managed to get Evan Ferguson too, which I think if he stays fit, he could come in well for Vlad. So like Vlad suddenly has a team that I can see scoring points. Last time we talked here, it was an absolutely disgraceful team. Let's grade these trades. Let's grade them. That's great. Okay. Let me give you the feedback on this. So how have these okay. trades performed? The hard, hard facts and evidence that can't be disputed here. Yes. Trade one, Ireland Ben. Yeah. From the from the time this trade was completed until yeah. now, with the players that were involved in that trade, Ireland scored three points. <laughs> and Ben <laughs> scored 22. Oh, okay. Okay. Whoa. So Stand. bear this in mind. Minus 19 is the differential there. Ben is lucky. Well, considering their sec- bottom and second bottom, that trade was a disaster for Irla. So I think it's pretty clear the winner in that trade was Ben. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you on that. We're unanimous. Yeah. Uh, for trade two, this one is almost the same. Um, obviously, it's only been one week. Yeah. Irla yeah. got 25 points from this trade. And 22 of those were from Doku. 22 of them are from Doku because Andy only got three points. <laughs> no, that's real sickener for Andy. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, four players involved and Andy only got three points. Three points. Whoa, that is incredible. Yeah. Um, here, these these trades, they they evolve over time. Sometimes, oh, well, that trade might even out, you know? Yeah. And this Doku trade is never evening out. Like the one between Ben and and lads might or the one between us like for example I would have said Fitz was doing better with that trade the big trade he had with with, with us where it was um, Mbomu and Martinelli and all those guys but then Spurs fall, fall apart and Jackson gets 10 goal scoring opportunities and scores 3 of them and suddenly Jackson has a hat-trick like Jackson scored a hat-trick and I'm pretty sure Jackson did not get 3 bonus points <laughs> like that shows you how bad this guy is yeah Um but anyway, uh, yeah, no, I think 100%. Vlad's is, uh, we give him credit where it's due there. And yeah, uh, congratulations, Vlad's. And hard luck, Andy. That was a, that was a stinger. But here, first well, week is always the worst. You're over it. Hopefully yeah. things will up for you. And for those trades, Irla is plus three after involving eight players in a trade. Andy is minus 22 and Ben is plus 19. So, I mean, you can argue whatever you want. Is trading important or not? You've got a huge positive, huge negative, and a neutral. So, did did, did Romero get minus four? Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah, like, one of the first whoa. times I've seen minus four. Minus four is a big. <laughs> it's a big chunk. Oh god! Well, here. Um, hopefully, we'll see more trades. Two is quite quite few. Um, Same as last time. Yeah, and like we're talking about a month. It's been about a month since we've had the pod, so it's quite a few. Or sorry, it's 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 it's, it's not many, and then. I think uh, some pretty definitive uh, assessments there. Brian, thanks for the analysis. No problem. On to the waiver wallies. Waiver wallies. 
Brian, you, you've done an, a massive amount of analysis here. I'll just let you run through this. Like the FA Cup results, just go. So this one is absolutely fascinating. I did not know you could access people's waiver picks um, from the start of the season. Uh, so you can actually oh, track how the waivers have gone on. Yeah. So to hold people to account, and by God, people will be held to account on this. And this is an observation that we've made and that we need to bring up. And this has got to do with a behaviour, James, which is classic, stereotypical gaslighting behaviour. So this is from game week nine onwards. Quick producer edit on this one. Um, I unfortunately have to hold myself and Harry to account here in the fact that in the upcoming list, Ben is named twice as two separate people. Um, not sure how this happened, not sure how it slipped through uh, both of us, but unfortunately, hands up, my bad. But So if you do notice Ben being mentioned twice, it is a genuine error. Apologies. Further producer edit here, and to further hold myself to account, there would be no if you notice Ben is mentioned twice. He is mentioned twice. Apologies for the gaslighting, sorry. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to run through every single person as quick as I can. I'm going to yes. tell you which of their trades is still here and which one isn't. Um, yes. And this is just the waivers. This is people picking people up off the waivers. That's all we want. That's all we want. Okay. Starting, I've got a few shocking things here. So I'll start okay. from the bottom. Yeah. I'm nervous. Deck has uh, brought one player in on the waivers in the last three weeks. Ooh. And it's Casemiro. Decky, Decky. Who was it? Casemiro. Oh, Deck. He has a whopping... Zero points. Deck, this is your wake-up call. This yeah, is your reminder. Now, here's a shocker for you. Fitz. Estupinan. 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 Zero points. Well, no, he, yeah, he's, he's injured. He's injured, but he was brought in. And he's okay, yeah, yeah, a yeah, glorious was. zero points. Yeah. It's hard to criticize Fitz at the minute, but yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you know, when you can find the place to do it, um, our leader, maybe not so great at the game. Let's just, yeah. you know, yeah. there's a weakness there. There's a chink in the armor. He's panicking. No you waivers except for one who got zero points. Uh, next lowest, we've got Ben here. Two players he brought in over the last three weeks. Neither of them are still on his team. Orier and Evans, both gone, uh, and secured him a, a whopping one point. Okay, yes. So here, like, and, and funny, I often say you win the league with your waivers. And it's surprising to me that, that Fitz hasn't hasn't done much with his waivers. But go on. So, yeah, it, just after you said that, you'd think people would pay more attention to that. So the fourth lowest point scorer since the waivers in the last three weeks, we've got Harry Goff. Oh. You brought in Johnson, Wood, Enzo. All have left your team, by the way. Uh, oh no, I have Johnson. I think I brought Johnson in, got rid of him, then got him again. You did. Um, <laughs> Kalizajic and Harrison. Yeah. And those five waivers, Harry, have brought you yeah. a combined three points. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnson won oh, Enzo, no. yes, like I said. Uh, Johnson is back, but he was gone. Um, but don't worry, you're not alone. Uh, next up, we have Nidge. Uh, brought in two players I've never heard of in my entire life. Jones and Morris. To be uh, fair, I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> both still on his team um, and have com- score- combined for a, co- a whopping four points. Okay. Um, now we have a returnee, Aurier, Gusto and Collins for Andy. 
Yeah. Um, none of them are still on his team since he's brought them into the waiver. And yeah. six points. Well, uh, Yeah, now Gusto makes a few appearances. This is not saying much for the league at the minute. No. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get to some of the... Some of the did did Fitz here. not bring in Nathan Collins? Not since game week nine, anyway. Okay. So maybe he did before. Or maybe he brought him in on the free agency. Ah, uh, okay. So, the, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. But yeah. this is people sitting down and planning. This, this is people is, sitting you know, down no, a, planning the players they want. <laughs> like the, 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 the free agency, there's a certain ad hoc potluck fuck it, I'll go for it. Whereas the waiver, you actually have to plot out who you want. Yeah. And then surprisingly, um, we've got Ben here, Suchek, David Luiz, and Castagne um, combined for 15 points. Okay. Uh, not bad. Good compared to the rest. Yeah, which would mean, obviously, from his waivers and his trading, he's up 37 points. Okay. So. Um, then we've got Paul. Uh, he brought in the short-lived McTominay and McGinn. McGinn is 17 points. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Pretty nice. Uh, and then we have Irla with 25 oh. points from Kudos, Amduni, Regulon, Murphy, Ayu, and Verbruggen. Well, okay. Irla's uh, been active. Yeah. Now, a lot of those players... Here, were traded you have away. to give him kudos. No, no pun intended, but you have to say he's... Uh, He's recognised his team was horrendous. Exactly. But listen, there is only one winner in the last <laughs> There is only one winner. Who needs to trade with the, the lackeys in this league um, when you can pick up people on the waivers when you put a bit of thought into it? Yeah. With Bernardo Silva, Lascals, and Archer only yes. brought in two weeks ago. Yes. For the king of the waiver this week, uh, myself, with 41 points. <sighs> Bernardo Silva was a brilliant selection. Uh, I think he was lying there a few weeks ago. For some reason, no, he wasn't that attractive. Yeah. As in, like, he, I don't remember seeing people missing out on him in the waiver. Yeah. As in, like, they'd lost out, somebody had selected ahead of him. So, uh, well done, Brian. Thank you very much. Which leaves us with only really, realistically, two waiver wallies this month. Waiver wallies. I believe, yeah. which are yeah. Estupian and Casemiro. I think Casemiro in particular is a very bad one deck. Um, <laughs> it's a very bad one. Like a Stoopers who Fitz picked it, I think he probably went for him thinking he'll be back in a week or two. Whereas Casemiro has been widely criticized uh, since the summer. And, listen, and where would deck be in this league with his one trade in the last month being a defensive midfielder? I mean, where would we be? <laughs> Yeah, like De- Deck loves those guys. Deck loves yeah. the the Declan Rices, the Rodries, the the Jorginhos, the um, the Casemiro's, the Fabinho's. He loves those guys. Casiedos, the guys who probably are always going to play uh, and get the very odd goal. But Deck loves them for some reason. They're his favorite type of player. Yeah, but I think it's a wake up call. If we're looking ahead. At the next few weeks, and that before the next pod, I think we're we're probably off the back of that, looking at maybe deck going down the league. About time, I say. <laughs> one of those, one of those two need to be down the bottom between Paul and well, Nick. It's lowly here, down here. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some some roots out deck. We got Paddy's picks coming on here, right? So for Paddy's picks, I think we've already touched on one of them. Was Evan Ferguson? Okay. I think he's gonna he's gonna come up trumps a bit for 
for Vladzinski. I think sticking with Brighton, Matoma. I think uh, Brighton's fixture is Matoma's pretty electric playing that left wing. I think Matoma could do something. On the flip side, though, I think uh, Andy will do well with Hoyland. I think Hoyland will start scoring simply in the same way that Jackson. What's your man's Jackson's first name? The guy from Chelsea. Like, uh, no idea. Yeah, your man Jack, is it Jackson Martinez? No, he was a. I can't remember anyway. Your man Jackson that that Oshina has. He's just bound to get points eventually. <laughs> And Hoyland has not scored a Premier League goal yet. And he's bound to get points eventually. So I think Hoyland. Uh, I think Anthony Gordon, I think Deck has. I think he's I think I might have tipped him before, but you did. As far as I'm aware, Newcastle are down Wilson and they're also down Isaac. So I think Gordon could, could get some time up front. And then my own Brennan Johnson. Uh I've got a lot of offers already this week for this guy. He got unfairly whipped off after the red card in the Spurs game. But he is, uh, he's probably going to, get a, going to get a lot of game time now because Richarlison's out. Who, by the way, Ben was offering me Richarlison saying, oh, he's a very valuable player. He's a dickhead, but he's valuable. <laughs> I think there's something like that. He's a bollocks, but he's valuable. And then, like, I, I saw a notification in uh, Sky Sports that he's out. And that was like, 10 hours before that. <laughs> so, like, very sneaky from the man from Tulla. Or the man from Castle Bar. He's now moving to Castle Bar, right? That's um, right. I did hear that. But, uh, sorry. Um, so, Brennan Johnson, I think, will get some game time. And I also... Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to have to... He's going to get a lot of game time because um, I think Madison might be injured too. So, like, Spurs suddenly are a bit upside down. So, just watch out for Spurs. They might start. They've got some tough fixtures. I think they've got City. Um, they've got some, some tough fixtures coming up. So, watch out for that. But, yeah, they're Potty's picks for this week. Let's see how they go. We're, we're going to have to start, like, holding Potty to account here. <laughs> we have to have to account. Um, I would agree with you, by the way. Jones the the um, This weekend, Spurs are playing Wolves and... Uh, your pick for the week would have to be, are you going to gamble on Spurs absolutely, you know, coming back like a rocket or are you going to gamble on them collapsing and, and pick up as many Wolves players as you can? Against the Hardy Wolves team, like they're they're not a pushover. Whereas I would say that, um, I would say that, uh, that they kind of were a bit of a pushover last year. So that, that sounds like a nice fixture for Spurs, but it's going to be tough. They've lost their two centre-backs They've got Dyer, who's going to have to play a high line. And then they've also probably lost Madison and Richarlison as a kind of a sub, maybe starting. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on Brennan Johnson now and um, and Kuluzewski to deliver. But I, I'm confident in my boy. I'm confident in my, in my boy. So, yeah, um, let's see how they go over the next few weeks. Nijmeister, you're very welcome to the pod. Well, very, uh, very honoured to be uh, invited onto the onto the the pod with uh, yourself, Harry and Brian. Yeah, now here, pleasure. We, 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 we thought Niji, given that 
that Paulie just got married, we had him on the pod, and then you've just gotten married. We said here we might as well we might as well keep this trend going and uh, and get a get a bit of a some fresh news from the the wedding and then as well uh, get yeah. your insights into fancy football farming potentially and uh, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah I don't um, know if fancy football has taken uh, taken the back seat for the last couple of weeks yeah, but yeah excuses already going on, but... excuses already yeah yeah, yeah Anybody who's not up near the top, there's always excuses. Same with Vlad's. It was like, yeah, we, we, like the, the Vlad's excuses, as we chatted about earlier, were like he's got a different, um, he's got a different uh, fast football team. Um, yeah, yeah. And he, it's not like he had a massive life event recently that got married and went on his honeymoon. Uh, <laughs> like that's a, that's leg- <laughs> maybe a bit more legitimate excuse. But anyway, yeah. uh, uh, here we have to stop talking about Vlad's. Um, well, Niji, come here. Uh, did you have a great weekend? I, I can tell you from personal experience that it was an amazing wedding. So well done. First off, just it was, yeah, it was a great wedding. It was, yeah, no, it was, we were delighted. We couldn't be happier with how it went. Um, how did you find it? Like, uh, Mark Reed? was unbelievable. Yeah, it's nice, nice look, very good location, uh, to be fair. Um, I suppose we were, we had a, a look around a lot of different locations. Um, over I suppose a couple of weeks after we got engaged and all that, so after a white search, we we narrowed it down to to Mercury, but yeah, we're delighted. Um, got good weather on the day. It's nice and sunny compared to the week before. It was lashing rain. Um, so couldn't be happy with that. Um, so yeah, delighted. Delighted how how it went. The band was good. Food turned out pretty okay. And uh, I think everybody enjoyed themselves and. Uh, I know Liam was in top form. <laughs> it's already been his, mentioned. <laughs> uh, best man duties. With uh, so he, he he took them on and he yeah great great help. Uh, so yeah really really enjoyed it. And then we went um, went for a week then to Malta on the mini moon or oh, honeymoon or whatever. Paul's you call old it. Paul's old stomping ground. Yeah, <laughs> 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 country. Water, 28 degrees every day. The sun was splitting the stones. Good food, good wine. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant place. Um, so pretty Paul didn't get to uh, see anything outside the airport that day, but uh, he might, he might take inspiration, and uh, him and his his new wife might uh, take a trip to to Malta. Yeah, should I miss it? See where he missed out. It was crap to have missed yeah. it. Um, I'm only hearing some of the stories coming through from the last couple of weeks now. Um, it was only today I heard about the yeah Liam in the bath, but <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty more. <laughs> yeah, there's a few more, but they'll we'll, we'll let him we'll let him let him tell those stories. But uh, I suppose just big congratulations to Paul as well on his on his marriage, and uh, wish him all the best. Yeah, going into the future with his with his new with new wife. This is definitely the um, most polite start interview we've ever had. <laughs> it's okay. Nidge was just filling everybody full of platitudes here and being very gentle. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, Brian can obviously edit that bit out. But uh, <laughs> okay, so um, you, here we can take out obviously what Nidge said. But um, okay, yeah, here Nidge, it was an amazing few days. Fair play, yourself, Maureen. Everything was down to a T. Top class. You were looking at the weather as well. It was a cracking couple of days. And um, the lobster 
was delicious. <laughs> I've never had lobster <laughs> before. Don't know if I'll ever have it again. But fair play. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, here you, sure. you got a chance to get away. You went to Malta, I think you were saying. Yeah, yeah. we're saying saying there already. Yeah, um, Malta, beautiful country. Uh, great weather. Twenty-eight degrees every day. Was that inspired by Polly or like? What brought you there? Um, it um, I wouldn't say it was uh, overly inspired. Uh, I think Maureen uh, took took the lead on on that choice. <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. But fair it, enough. Uh, yeah, no, it was great, great country. Uh, as I said, brilliant. Couple of days away just to relax and unwind after the after the wedding. And it's a pity Paul didn't see anything more there for it's uh, well worth a visit. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll try and get over. He would know he. Yeah, it's well worth a visit. We didn't realise till the last day it's only um they have a high speed ferry between Malta and Sicily, so you could do the boat islands on the in the Very nice. So like an hour and a half over to, to Sicily on a high speed ferry. Very nice. Um, Very nice. I was gonna say so, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely go back. I was gonna say we must try and get out there sometime. But um here we have a couple of questions we ought to ask you, Digi, like a few burning ones. It's tell us all have of you these ever questions. Been have you ever been to a mart? I have indeed been to the king right, yeah. Tell us what happens. What happens? Uh, you, you either go to buy or you go to sell uh, your your livestock. <laughs> and uh, that's bad. I haven't been at one in, in years, but uh, it's the uh, yeah, it's a place of buying and selling of, of, of your stock. And uh, so they're kind of a, a dine. Dying uh, art. Yeah, it's all yeah, because there's not many online. left. You, you see a lot of them around the Midlands, and they're like you can tell it used to be a mart, but yeah, yeah, they, true. Yeah, it used to be kind of a key part of every town as well, didn't they? There was a man murdered oh, yeah. at a mart the other day <laughs> by yeah. a cow or by <laughs> another by person. <laughs> by another person, I think. Oh right, okay. Mm, there you are. Yeah. Like uh, okay. Um, Didn't go south. <laughs> But like from like have you have you bought cattle there in Nigeria or what did you buy? No, no, I well, I I mean I was I was too young to be buying. I was only a child now. I was tagging along with grandfather or father yeah. or whatever. Um yeah. but yeah, I was just uh, I was a, a willing helper on, on the day, but uh, just tagging along. Uh but uh, yeah, no, if you're if you're I suppose if you're looking for an animal or selling an animal, it'd be the, the yeah. place to go. If you but, want a uh, if you want a bull, you go to the mart. Exactly. Lots of wheeling dealing. Um, lots of, does Liam, uh, does Liam Whitney go to the mart? Liam Whitney. Liam Whitney be a good man for the mart, all right. He, he talks a good game. He's a good salesman. Um, and, uh, be a lot yeah. of fast talking there with the mart, I can imagine. Lots, lots of, lots of fast talking. Lots of uh, trading. Lots of uh, haggling and yeah, good old, good spot, good crack. Yeah, I can imagine. And here, the mart on you this know, program is is also it's inspired by it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a bit like the the trading that goes on. Some of the yeah. the the, well, the bad trades are talking about. You've gone a bit off the boil when it comes to trading. Like you're not you're not quite as into the trading as you were. There was a couple of great trades you did a few years ago. There is. Oh, I got burnt badly with my first trade. Um, That's exactly the words you, I was going to use, Nidge. <laughs> yeah, I think you might remember that one, Harry. Um, yeah, I remember Certain, it was it was, uh, it was Darty and um, there's some excellent players you got, and then there was a course. I think there was one with Madison too, where Madison hadn't scored for like, I think it was something like, um, 
for, for 27 games or something and then you, you got rid of him and gave him to me and he went on a, a <laughs> he went on a goal run after it um, um, I don't but, know uh, who I traded him for but uh, I think the team is if you traded Harry you more than likely will get burnt so oh. I've taken I've taken um, I suppose I've given myself a, a warning in, in, in not to trade with Harry anymore with your good oh. self yeah, no. unless like that has come up a lot, but not, open. not in the last, not in the last few months, you'd have to say. Harry, yeah, pretty quiet. I'm primed for the picking. Now, like, the, yeah, I suppose there's a reason you're in fourth or whatever it is, Harry. Yeah, seventh. No, I'm I, think, not, I, uh, I think I'm in. I'm in fourth last. Oh, you're in seventh. Yeah, jeez, I'm just behind you. And then, yeah, Nidge, bang, mid table. Mid mid table, yeah. Um, I've, I've taken a bit of a slide the last couple of weeks. I had got up to the the highs of third. Um, yeah, but I've slipped back a little bit now. But uh, I don't know I think I have a decent enough team there to keep me in the mid-table position. Fair uh, enough. Till the end of the I season, do, I think. You know. let, let's see. You've got Salah, which is definitely going to be. A, it's going to have you ready to go with, like, with Salah. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the Liverpool players that you have, and I'm just kind of yes. thinking, what was your view? Because we we chatted about the whole like the VAR thing at the weekend with Arsenal. Like, well, what's your view on the whole thing? Did you? Because if you want solid advice. Niji's the man to go to. <laughs> if you want, if you want that sage advice, Niji's the man. What do you think about uh, the whole thing? About about VAR, VAR, and and the thing with Arsenal at the weekend and uh, the Newcastle match, like and the, the Celtic. Vlad was given out about the Celtic one as well. Like, what do you think? The, well, I, I saw the the Celtic game. Uh, the the challenge. I didn't see the full game to to get a kind of idea the how the match was playing up to that point, but. Um, whether you agree with it or not, it was a sending off going by the current rules. He did the, the studs were up, he caught him on his shin, and there you go, there you go, definitive. It was right, 100%. Uh, right. So, yeah. did you, you know, defend on these things in terms of VAR? Like, VAR is, is what it is. Um, it just does a few, uh, I suppose there's a few little things that just need to be ironed out on it. Um, similar to the rugby and how that mm. they use the VAR but it, VAR should be here to stay It's uh, I think the thing in soccer is soccer people are too quick to um, throw out the whole system if they think it's catastrophize not it. yeah too quick you know, to catastrophize it exactly yeah exactly so a couple of bad well, a couple of decisions people didn't like uh, there's a big you know, a big hoo-ha about it at the moment, and the reaction is, "I'll oh, get rid of VAR." Yeah. I, I think the VAR itself isn't the problem; it's just how it's used. And uh, maybe mm. they need to go to the rugby type, where there's a yellow card, and then it goes to the, it goes to the to the to the team, and then they can either keep it yellow, they can make the decision there, red, not... yeah, go to the bunker Here, like, you, and like, see what they say. Like Wayne Barnes or not? Okay, would you like Wayne Barnes or not? He's a barrister, okay? Yeah. He's used to a very systematic way of thinking. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And like like these guys in the rugby who are doing the, the video referee and, and kind of following like a logical decision-making process, like they, they take a lot probably from, from the, the career they're in and whatever they're doing with that to bring it into it, you know? Whereas you, you hear the guys talking for the Premier League bar and they just are not as astute. They're chaotic. Everything yeah. is just like 
it's just, it, I think some of, one of the reasons people are saying that they're not going to introduce VAR, uh, sorry, the audios, live audios, is because it's too chaotic. There's too much yeah. happening. And then it's like, yeah. well, there's something wrong with the process then. Like, like, it's so obvious that it needs to be changed. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, look, I think VAR is, it, there's a lot of positives to VAR. Yeah. Uh, so it shouldn't be just, we shouldn't just scrap it. After Fair a couple enough. of, of couple of um, teething problems, these well, are well, the, speak, speaking the of scrapping opportunities it, to make it to make it better. Venting. Speaking of scrapping it, and I know your dad spoke about um, this at the at the wedding. You're a big Irish soccer fan. Yes. Yeah. Go to, Season ticket holder uh, probably for years. Yeah. Go to all the home games. Um, yeah. Seven. Seven for my dad. So yeah. Seen, yeah, so Kenny, fair like, bit of them. Were you always always against Kenny? Were you for him? Like, what's what's your view on the whole thing? Um, I was I was never like a huge big Kenny fan one way or the other. Um, you know, he's brought to a, a lot of uh, young players. He's yeah. extended the squad uh, to compare to where it was. Uh, so you have to give him a lot of credit for that. He has tried to change the the playing style of the team compared to the last couple of managers, mm. but ultimately it's result business, and he hasn't got the results. Um, now you have to throw COVID into the mix. He got a few extra campaigns that other managers wouldn't have got on the back of that. Um, yeah, he probably did. But the last campaign, he, I mean, even even Kenny himself would have to admit. The results weren't good enough. The performance enough. in the in the games weren't good enough. The games that I suppose supporters would have highlighted or earmarked as games that as possible wins. Uh, Greece home and away. You kind of you kind of look at that game as as a winnable match. And we went out. We were really poor away, and we we're really really poor at home. Um. Mm. So you know, I mean. He's got a lot of time. He's brought through a lot of players, which you have to give him a lot of credit for. But I think... Uh, time to move on. Time to move on, yeah. Time so who's he getting instead? What is it? He's, He's only taken us down, um, what is it, 30 places in the world rankings? You know, that's all. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Yeah, it's, it's yeah true, disaster, yeah. But like, who yeah, would you get true. in with you? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's hard to... It's hard to see a real front runner uh, first. You know, Gus Poyet was kind of tipping himself. To, uh, he put himself in the mix, on. but like, would, would do we really want him? He's done. He's done pretty well with Greece with with that group of players. Yeah, um, enough, okay. You know, if we there, there's a group of players there that are better than what they are performing at. Mm. Uh, mm. If he takes them on, he I I could see him viewing Ireland as a very good stepping stone back into yeah. the English Premier League Championship. Level. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. That's probably you why know, he wants it because, like, Greece oh, yeah, is a bigger big country, time. probably have a better set of players, more depth, probably as well. Yeah, but, but those then, players are they're home based players in the Greek league. There's some in the yeah in the German yeah. league, some in the Italian league. All our players are predominantly based in England. You know, he's going yeah. scouting these players in the Premier League Championship. He's rubbing shoulders with the chairman, with the managers. He's yeah. getting in the ears of, of he, you know, he's, you know, you're dead right. I never thought about that. That's why he's doing it. That's why he wants it. Yeah, that's what um, he wants. He wants everybody's an angle. Everybody's an angle. Yeah, exactly. You know, if he, he we're under Jeevan at the moment. He takes us over. We get to a Euros. Yeah, maybe Euros. Uh, he might, he might he, get a, a promoted team job or something like that. 
Exactly, yeah. Yeah, Kev, bottom, bottom of the Premier League job, he's back into the big time again. And, yeah. uh, you know, well, outside of that then, I don't know, I don't, like, if you want to keep this this kind of attacking, keep the ball on the ground football, I don't know who you'd uh, appoint. Or do we just go it's, back to... International football's base. different. International football yeah. is different. That, that's what people have learned maybe the last couple of years is that it's not just about the style of play. It's like there's feck all matches on. So it's really about get a few results and when you can turn and you can turn the football on, do otherwise tighten it. And to be honest, yeah. that's probably what all the Irish managers who we gave out about in the baths did. Maybe yeah. with the exception of Mick McCarthy, who was able to he was able to do a bit of both, maybe. Um yeah. I'll probably get probably get abused for that one, but uh, <laughs> But come here, um, you're a BGA manager. You used to be yeah. centre centre back slash full forward, um, <laughs> until the knee the knee threw out. Uh, yeah, the knee, yeah, the dodgy knee, let me down. Didn't let you down when you were proposing the morning. Tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well. no, uh, uh, come here, Niji. Um, gonna give you uh, two options here. Yeah, Leitrim win the All Ireland. Yeah, or Liverpool win the treble, or I'll give I'll give oh. you a third. I'll give you the third. Ireland gets to the World Cup semi-finals in rugby. No, 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 no. In, no, in the, in the in the soccer rugby, it's it's, it, we, it's oh, no, more it'd, possible. It'd be it'd be later on going on All Ireland. Really? Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I mean that would be the, I mean the pinnacle, like for for the pinnacle for any GA county. Football wise, yeah. uh, but even so much bigger for Leitrim, such a small population, a uh, small number of um, picking pool, the whole lot, like small number of clubs. Yeah, for for Leitrim to, to pull off that would be that would be a miracle. Like okay, so, what about what about what about Leitrim win Connacht versus Liverpool in the treble? Oh, definitely, it'd be Leitrim. Like, I mean, we've we've only won it twice in 130 years. Um, I was lucky enough to, to, Leitrim to, beat Mayo to, to see it in my lifetime. Of the Connacht, yeah. <laughs> I think you pick Leitrim ahead to the Liverpool travel again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, fair like, enough. Yeah, like twice it. in 130 years. Uh, you know, yeah. I was lucky enough to be there in '94, but like, I mean, you were there. I was there, yeah, in uh, in Doctor Hyde Park. Young fella, yeah. four years of age. Don't really remember too much, but I was, I was My there. My God, um, I know it's, that, that's nice. That's nice. I remember Kildare when they were decent back in '98. Yeah, yeah. So Brian, of course, uh, remembers every. You don't geez, remember any of I was just thinking. I was like, it. this is a fucking bizarre conversation. <laughs> Do you guys not yeah, win like, it like you, every you, second year? No. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Just it. Um, here, well, they didn't win it this year, Brian. Uh, but anyway, um, they didn't. But we'll probably be there thereabouts next year. So, <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah. You will, and they're really like the all Lex carry. Like whoever beats them, probably is going to win it. Um, but anyway, here, um, that was a fancy football, Niji. Um, we were kind of talking about past experiences with you that you've done quite well, and then suddenly, as we approach like the last five six games, you capitulate. Yeah, what's it's to true. say that won't happen again? There's nothing to say. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> If uh, past uh, performance is a indication of future, then it's looking like I need to get a few more points on the board before my few trades. My my uh my typical trade or tail off to the season begins. But uh, yeah, okay. yes, I think I'm 
couple of hundred, hundred and something points ahead of lads um, who's picked up the this Doku off off Andy who yeah. Andy could live to regret that trade, but yeah. um yeah, I think I'm should be safe for for a mid table finish. Can but I tell you why I think you're in trouble, Mitch? I'll tell you why I think Shoot. you're in trouble. I'm gonna read out your points per week. Yeah, shout out. Shout out. I think it's twenty four this week. Thirty-eight. Red cheese, Glenor has it. 24. single yeah. week bar two, you're within eight points of the same score. That smells like a man who's not taking it serious and is about to face, mm. face the Christmas the Christmas season under serious pressure. Yeah, and Brian Brian will hold pressure, you accountable. Yeah, but... Brian will hold you accountable. Don't worry. He, he's, <laughs> he's on these stats. Um, but yeah, okay, so you mentioned lads. Like, is it going to be lads? Ben? Is it going to be Brian? Who's going to finish last? He's going to finish last. Um, ben has had very bad luck with injuries. Um, he's He's in the mix. Uh, Richardson's the latest casualty on his on his side. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. He has a bit of a dodgy looking goalkeeper situation. Uh, no more than myself. He's he's pretty light up front. Uh, Watkins might dig him out with a couple of goals, but he'd be lost without Watkins. Yeah, he'd be lost. Yeah. Okay. Okay, oh, so, so far this season, you, you think it'd be okay then? So you're you're kind of pointing yeah. towards Brian and and mm-hmm. and Slads, is it? Uh, yeah, you're looking. Yeah, I mean Ben could get sucked back in there. Lads has has had a great week. He's pulled himself up a bit. Um, I don't know. You're a bit in the fence here, Niji. Who's going to finish last? Like, tell us. Oh, it's 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 a hard one. I mean, I mean, at the moment you'd have to save lads. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, like um, completely understandable assessment there. Um, I think that's very, don't know. a very fair assessment, Brian. Is it? It is, especially coming from the man who got the le- lowest amount of points last week. You know, true. Um, true yeah. <laughs> that's you know, that's one week. I did get yeah, the highest okay. two in another week, so you know that balances itself out really. Uh, okay, and in terms of the top, I think everybody's always actually all three guests. Sorry, all two guests so far have said fit. So, who's yeah, the Peter. Peter the Great, I think, is uh, he's going to <laughs> going to get he's going to uh, going to win it there. I think, isn't he? He's got okay. a good old team based on Brentford. Uh, the surprise yeah. package he's of the season. The, he's riding the Brentford wave. Yeah, um, there might be enough life in that to get him across the line. If he wants uh, to win it, he's going to need to trade when they're high because they're, it's not going to last. True, it won't last. It won't I last. Know, That's the key. If you trade, them, like. Well. Yeah, Liverpool Arsenal up next for for Brentford. Uh, yeah, he could have a couple of slack uh, slack weeks. Then he is yeah. Dave Luton, Brighton, Sheffield, Aston Villa. You know that if he gets over if he does if he does okay in the next couple of weeks, it's it's there for him. Jeez, to be fair, Nigi, you're fairly on the fixtures there. You you were telling us earlier you didn't have time for it. Now you're saying oh the, you're listening off who Brentford are playing over the next four or five games. Yeah, yeah, so lucky. It's, it's all easy when it's when you open up fancy football and have it in front of you. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Well, here, Nidji, we're approaching the end of the interview. I have one question though, and, I, and it's come up in in the show as well. Um, I mentioned we just moved into a new house, and I was dusting off various bits and pieces that we 
we were bringing. I was putting in this box will go here, this box will go there. That 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 won't be left out on the counter. One in particular was a calendar from twenty twenty. It was the twenty twenty one calendar. <coughs> I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, your yeah. your most prized possession. I I've been told. So tell us, did you? Uh, it was a, it was one of the best performances of a forfeit. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it, it's it's. Uh, I, I get reminders of it all the time, so I can recognize that. But I don't like. Uh, I don't think enough people uh, realize how good it was. Um, but the question I have is, who was on the other end of the camera for all of these? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a good wife, Maureen. Uh, she took pictures. Um, yeah, patience of a saint that day. Uh, I can only a fair play to her. I can only imagine you, you putting on. Like imagine, imagine Nidgey Starkers with a helmet on, hopping on the bike. <laughs> boring being like, look, could you t- tilt your face a bit to the left there? <laughs> it was, um, yeah, you, it's a day that we don't talk about so much in Mouse anymore. <laughs> yeah, at least you um, married her. It's not some yeah, random yeah, off through, with 50 yeah. photos of you <laughs> on the bike. Went through, uh, yeah, she went through the marriage, so uh, she's stuck with me through. now. There's not so, uh, but yeah, um, actually took inspiration from my uh, naming convention of the of the of my fancy football teams from from that on. Don't think any of the lads never actually again. picked never again. Picked up it or not? I actually just went with Beyonce uh, song names for the for my team oh, names. Ah. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think any of the any of the lads actually uh, got on for that yet. Oh, okay, so what's Did the team of the song? Coffee. Yeah. Ah, I think I'd, I was uh, a big fan of Beyonce. I never thought that. Never thought it, but no, just had to, to keep reminding myself of that uh, that day. Inspiration. Keep the focus. Don't come fast. when you're looking at Brentford fixtures. Yep. Yeah, well, keep me sharp. It's but, been um, it's been a pleasure having you on, and as we said, congratulations. Wish a life of happiness, health, and. Um, uh, best of luck to yourself and Maureen in the future and thanks for joining us as our third guest on the pod brilliant thanks very much for having me Niji thank you for for joining us and what a what a really good uh, interview and really good to hear from Niji. And here, it's a wonderful time in his life. He's just bought a house. He's just got married. He was just back from holiday. And he's not in the forfeit fight. Yes. What a time to be alive for Niji. <laughs> congratulations again to Niji. Yeah, congratulations from everybody in the league, Niji. And uh, we, we wish you a happy life with Maury. The one thing, the first thing I know in the calendar is the upcoming Leinster Munster game, um, I believe. Yes. The entirety of the league, except for myself, as far as I'm aware. Me too. I I can't go either. Oh, and Andy can't go, I presume. Mm. So who is going? <laughs> well, everybody apart from us. <laughs> but that should be good. I think I think all the lads are going apart from us. Yes, like, I, I think I might go. hope to meet up with them afterwards. But that sounds like it's going to be fantastic. And then quite shortly after that, we have the fantasy football night out, which uh, might be mentioned in our next podcast. But that is on the ninth. Six. No, it's not the not the the ninth of December. Yeah. Okay, it could be. Yeah, sorry, it's either it was either the end of November or ninth of December. I think you're right. It might be the ninth. I think it is. 
Oshin can confirm. He's booked the back page, which is a great spot for it. And if it's a Saturday, which I think it is, it we is. can do the, the black box where we don't pay attention to scores and then watch the match of the day and hopefully there's at least six or seven games what on. What a day, what a day. Uh, it was good fun last of the year. year. One yeah. of the highlights of the year. Yeah, it was good fun last year. So, like, um, it's funny seeing just the points play out when all the points are happening within, like, an hour. That's pretty cool. Yeah. When you when, when have to actually watch a match, wait and see what happens. That's a bit of a pain in the arse. <laughs> anyway, There's yeah, a call to be made fun. for everyone screenshotting their team before the morning starts so that when we're watching it, we can uh, so we know track of our... Yeah, without yeah, having to true. check online. That's true. Yeah, because actually, yeah, you, you won't be able to check because you know what you got. Um. Okay, brilliant. That'll be a great day. Slash that will be a great day. Um, we've also got... Well, I have here in my list uh, Nidge's wedding, but that's obviously not news. <laughs> well, yeah, we, yeah, Nidge's wedding. It was like as we we were saying there to him, and like an amazing location. The castle was spectacular, um, and it was a great night. Here, like it would remiss of me not to mention Lee Whitney here, uh, and he has possibly been mentioned already. With Nidge in the interview. <laughs> but yeah, um, Liam Whitney was on fire when it came to that uh, wedding. He was wild, like wild. And um, the next morning I went for breakfast. I was staying actually in the castle. Got some delicious sausages and rashers and all you need the, the morning after. And um, Kerry sat beside me. And for anybody who doesn't know Liam, Kerry is Liam's wife. And Kerry came up after the, the night out, obviously after Liam, which is surprising given that Liam was on, I thought Liam was going for an all-nighter. And Kerry went up to the room and Liam was not in the bed. And she was like, shit, where the hell has he gone? He must not have come back up. So she kind of sent a text, potted around the room. Liam! Didn't hear anything. She was like, oh, I'm going to have to go down now and see where he is. I'm kind of a bit worried. Just go into the bathroom first. Goes into the bathroom. Liam is in the bath. Full <laughs> of bubbles. Oh, he's actually Laying in the, back, the bath, the water. A fully drawn bubble bath. <laughs> at half three in the morning <laughs> after I night out with a whiskey in his hand <laughs> was he awake? he was <laughs> you can imagine Whitney just with the with the neck <laughs> and uh, and Kerry was like oh she just turned around and went to bed <laughs> uh, but yeah that was uh, that was one of the more memorable things that I've ever seen in the wedding I haven't seen it but uh, that, I, that I've heard about at a wedding. But yeah, um, and here, speaking of wedding bells, obviously we have an engagement. That's Ashinda, right. No more. Well. Not yet, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's getting married at some stage, TBC when. So here, congratulations, Sheen Dog and Ellen. Um, yes. And... It's uh, great news. I think it happened in, in Clifton, whatever, about two or three weeks ago. And uh, yeah, what a what great news. And 
looking forward to uh, the celebrations where we can celebrate the engagement possibly on the 9th of December as well. Speaking of engagements and all, all that lark, it doesn't seem that Pat is getting any nearer to it. It seems like he's going in the opposite direction. <laughs> well, speaking of Pat, I can track locations where people are downloading our podcast from. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I haven't seen anything being downloaded from the Lebanon. Oh, okay. Um, but there's well, been a lot of um, we can uh, say VPN we... activity going on. So, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Or maybe there is no internet there. Um, but um, yeah, it seems like Pat is tearing it up out there. Yeah. Um, so uh, probably not expecting any engagements anytime soon there. But yeah, and then here in other news, we've got two people moving out west. One, myself, we just moved into a new house in Roscommon. Uh, never thought I'd, I'd, I'd be living in Roscommon, but there you go. West of the Shannon. And another man west of the Shannon will be Ben, who's moving to Castlebar. I don't think he's moved there yet, but he's in the process of moving and has got a lovely house in Castlebar too. So here it's all happening. I think Fitz, oh, by the way, Fitz, I think, are you having another baby? I think you mentioned that. Let's uh, wait for so I think you alluded to it. Uh, I was talking to a guy actually who has two kids and he was like, uh, don't have two. Don't have two. <laughs> two, or, two is three times as bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, best of luck, Fitz. Um, if, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I picked it up wrong. I was like, you are. Um, so hope everything's going okay there. So there you go. So here, that's all the news. And I think here's a lot coming up. Um, we're going to have an international break, which we'll all get over. And uh, before you know it, we're going to be singing Christmas songs, um, having the night out on the night of December. We've got some good, good stuff coming up. Yeah, and wishing death on Pep Guardiola. <laughs> well, here, Brian, it's been a pleasure as always. And uh, we salute you, everyone, and we'll chat to you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>